Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. Uh, so what have I been up to this week? Um, this weekend, I went to go see The Invisible Man. Um, the lead person in that was Elizabeth Moss. She plays Alfred on Hands May Tell, and uh, she plays crazy so well. So I enjoyed it. That was pretty good. Um, let's see what else I'm up to. Next week, I'm probably going to give you just a thought of a week episode um, because I won't be here. I'll be in Denver. So I still want to make sure I get an episode out. So I probably won't have hot topics in there because I'm leaving on Wednesday and I'll be in Denver for the next, uh, for the remainder of the week. Um, but I still want to make sure I get some out to you. So I'm looking forward to that. I've never been in Denver before. It's actually one of my, um, well, inside of United States bucket list place to go. Um, I think we're going skiing, uh, we're on the side of a mountain, which is going to be beautiful. And I'm really just hoping just to have some, um, you know, some, hopefully some moments of quiet where I can read and just kind of, you know, chill and take it in. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, make sure that there are some states that's already, um, voted, but I think majority of the states, uh, are voting days coming up this week. So make sure if you, if you didn't early vote that you get out and vote. It's really important. It doesn't matter who you vote for. Just vote so your voice can be uh, heard. And uh, let's just jump into Motivational Monday. So with Motivational Monday today, I wanted to do a pulse check. So where are we with um, our goals? Um, so far for me, I feel pretty good about my goals. I had a book goal of 30 to 40 books this year. I'm seven books in. Um and, you know, I wanted to work on some personal things as far as like in uh, and far as growth. And so I feel pretty good. Um, I still feel pretty good this year uh, in regards to my goals and just how I feel about myself in general. Um, I've been really, really intentional when I go into therapy. Um, I kind of had started back after my grandma passed. I gave myself a little time to chill for a moment because I just kind of was in a space where I didn't really feel like talking. But now I'm kind of back in. And so I've been really intentional. I like to come to therapy with like, you know, um, some pointers or if, if stuff, if stuff pops in my mind for the week or something like that, like things that I kind of want to talk about or, or decom or, you know, di dissect in a, in a sense. So I feel really good about that. And I feel really good about really good in general. So I'm having a good 2020 so far. So pulse check yourself, um, see where you are with your goals. And even if you feel like maybe you've taken a dip or maybe it's something you could be working on, then don't give up. Just, you know, remotivate yourself and get back to your, your goals. Look at your vision boards. If you made those or your focus word and think about how you can be, uh, continuing doing or start again, if that's what you need to do. Cause it doesn't matter. Um, you know, if you fall off, you just pick back up and keep going. So just think about that. All right. So black history spotlight today, I'm going to go over Dorothy height. So Dorothy Hyde was hailed the godmother, godmother of the women's movement. Hyde used her background in education and social work to advance women's rights. She was the leader in the Young Women's Christian Association, YWCA, and the president of the National Council of Negro Women for more than 40 years. She was also among the few women present at the 1963 March on Washington, where Dr. King delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. So... I, I thought it was good today to, to uh, highlight someone that, you know, you might not know much about. And uh, that was my Black History Spotlight. So let's just jump into, uh, I only have a few hot topics this week um, of things I want to kind of discuss. So this week, um, 
uh, they had the Kobe Memorial. Um, I didn't plan on watching it because uh, I was like, oh, no, I don't feel like being sad. But I did watch it, and um, I thought it was very beautiful. It was, it was well just put together. Um, I thought uh, his wife, Vanessa, was very strong to get up there and um, and uh, and speak. I don't know if I could have. Um, so she showed a lot of strength with that. Um, when Jordan spoke about Kobe, he absolutely took me out. Um, but overall, it was good. You know what I hate, though? I hate how I just hate the media. Like when I was on, um, I was on social media, I was on Twitter. Um, Twitter is kind of my favorite place to be. If I'm going to be on social media, that's where I'm usually at. Um, kind of just scrolling through. And it's just like, I hate that, like these narratives, um, get formed or something negative, you know, like, uh, like this week I saw a lot of like his parents weren't acknowledged and all this stuff. And people were saying like the Bryant family, I feel like you didn't have to specifically say who, but when you, when you saw Kobe, you know, every time he spoke, he spoke of his wife and kids. And so, I mean, I think it was just, I don't think it was a moment where any, anyone was get, to get slighted. And then on top of that, like when it came to like, I don't know his, obviously like, I don't know his whole situation, but I know like he was estranged from his parents for like a minute. So uh, like him and his dad, I think just started back talking and trying to have a relationship. So I, I don't know. I'm like, maybe they didn't want to talk, you know, like maybe they didn't want to speak like well, who knows, you know, whatever. And I just feel like sometimes like, why the fuck does it even matter? Um, you know, we were privileged enough to get a memorial that was televised that we saw and, and shared with all of us. And, and I'm just like, I just feel like it's always like narratives, you know, um, I saw after the fact that they were scanning the crowd and, um, they didn't see LeBron, but LeBron was there and he asked not to be, he didn't, he didn't want to be shown. And then it was a whole thing of, well, why LeBron wasn't there? Well, he was there, but you know, this is hard for some people. I was saying something else and, and Beyonce didn't want to be photographed, but I wouldn't want to be fucking photographed either. Like they showed JLo, she's balling. I mean, makeup fucking running everywhere. I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be, you know, televised either in a moment where, this is someone I'm close to, I have a relationship with and I'm, and I'm grieving this person. I'm just like, I feel like sometimes, even though these people are celebrities and you know, they're public figures, like they're still human beings, you know? And I don't get like why people don't get that. Like, let these people be, I I just, I don't know. Like, you know, I think sometimes we forget that there are people just like we are, you know? And I know even when, when my grandma passed, or when I have, have had, um, you know, deaths in my life, I wouldn't want somebody putting a fucking camera in my face, you know? So that was my thoughts on that, but it was very beautiful. It was such a sad, um, situation. So, you know, my prayers are still out, you know, with this situation for me, it just made me, um, feel the importance of making sure that, um, you know, I tell everyone, um, why they're here, just exactly how, how I feel about them. Or even people that, um, some of my friends that I might not see all the time. Like I'm trying to be more intentional with like, Hey, let's get dinner or let's get a drink after work or something like that. Um, just, just at least, uh, let people know that, you know, I do care. I do love you. Um, I'm just not a friend that's gonna call you every day, but you know, after this though, it's made me 
feel the need to be more intentional. And even with, um, you know, the kids in my life, like it's made me want to just be like, you know, I love you, give more hugs, all of that. So, um, that's what I, that's what I've kind of got out of the situation for me personally. Um, just a need to just remember to just always do that and make sure people know why they're here on earth, exactly how you feel about them. Cause you know, um, life's not promised to us. So, you know, that's just what, um, what I thought about, um, the most with this, with this whole situation. All right. So this week also we saw Harvey Weinstein, um, he got a guilty verdict of criminal sexual assault in the first degree and rape in the third degree. Now here's the thing. Um, so after he got, uh, convicted, he was supposed to go to jail. He was supposed to go to, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Uh, Rockers Island. And next thing you know, like, I think, I don't know what the fuck happened to Harvey. Like I've been confused on this whole Harvey thing the whole time. Like I've been confused on, my friend told me that he had back surgery and that's why he was, was on the walker. Right. I don't know, but this is what, this is what she told me. So maybe that's why he's been in this walker. But then he get the guilty verdict and he like passed the fuck out or something. And then he's been in the hospital. So I don't even think he's in jail yet. Y'all let me know if I'm wrong on this because I haven't seen where he's in jail. Like at, like at all. Um, or maybe, well, he hasn't got sentenced yet. So maybe he wasn't supposed to go to jail. Well, I don't know. I, I think, I think he, I think he was, I think he was supposed to go to jail and wait for the sentencing. I think it's been really fucking confusing this whole thing, but he's in the hospital. So, um, I, I don't, I'm, I'm really wondering is Harvey ever, is he even going to go to jail? I, I don't know because he's been out on bail this whole time. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know, but he did get found. And, and, and I think with, and this is just one of his cases this is in New York. So I think even with this, he still has other, he still has, um, cases in other places too. So, pretty much like he would probably be in jail for the prison for the rest of his life. Um, this was a thing that was crazy for me though. Right. So I asked this on Twitter, like last year, because it's really confusing to me. So somebody was saying that Bill Cosby has a publicist, right. That tweets for him. But I'm just wondering, like, does, is Bill Cosby tweeting in, in, in jail? Because he literally, uh, the day that the verdict came out, he tweeted his support for Harvey Weinstein. And I just thought that was shit was just absolutely crazy. And I'm saying her like, they say this is coming from his publicist. His publicist does his, um, his Twitter. But so what are you doing? Are you calling, are you calling your publicist and you're telling him to tweet every time you're tweeting? Cause I mean, Bill Cosby been tweeting the whole entire time. So every time that you're, that these tweets are coming out, your, your public is doing this. I think Bill Cosby is tweeting in prison. I, he he has to be, I don't think this is posed. I think this is him. I could be wrong. I don't know. This is what I was told. It was his publicist. I I thought it was Bill Cosby tweeting, but somebody told me that it wasn't. I, they told me on Twitter. I don't know. Let me know y'all. Let me know. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think, was there anything else that I want to talk about this week? I did see this video. I didn't really get all the details. My friend told me it was old of the six year old. They got, um, they got arrested. And I think she got admitted into, um, like the psych work, which was absolutely crazy. Well, I think it happened last year, but they finally put out the body cam of, um, from the officer. Like they put out the, the visual of it. Um, 
and it was the saddest shit I've ever seen. I couldn't even finish watching it. Um, I mean, the kid was literally sitting there crying, confused, um, was handcuffed, six years old. If that was my kid, I don't give a fuck. I would have, uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 was like really some sad shit. I I couldn't finish it. I, I just was blown away. Like, and I try to look and see like what happened from that or, um just some other details and I really can't I really couldn't really find anything so I'm gonna try to update you with that but if you google you can you can see the video and it's it's fucked up I don't know if you want to see it but um it was on my timeline so I I just so happily saw it that's the other thing about social media let me let me go on a social media rant for a moment I tell people all the time I feel like we experience uh PTSD every day on fucking social media like one time I was scrolling, I don't really be on Facebook much, but I'm like just scrolling, you know, you know, you could be just doing whatever and you're just on your phone doing some mindless shit. I literally on my timeline, uh, saw somebody get their head cut off. Uh, and this is just shit that, you know, as you scroll, it just pops up. Um, this girl posted this woman giving birth, like literally with the baby coming out the vagina and I'm just like, why the fuck would you post stuff like this to where? Cause like maybe somebody don't want to see that. Like I didn't, I didn't personally want to see it. I didn't want to see it at all, actually. And so I just have this like love hate relationship with social media. Like I know it's necessary for me to be on it. It's necessary for me to know what's going on in the world. And, uh, you know, I try to keep up with my friends a little bit and, you know, like I like looking at their, you know, their kids pictures and shit like that. But, um, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes we do the most on fucking social media. You know, another thing too, that I thought about the other day, I was on Twitter and, um, sometimes I just like to go and read the replies, like just see what people are saying. Listen, I feel so bad for celebrities sometimes because the shit that people say to these people is so fucking horrible. If you ever, like, I mean, I guess you can read the comments on Instagram too. Have you ever just sat and scrolled through these comments and looked at the shit that people say? It's horrible. Like, I, yeah. Like, I feel like if I, if I was um, famous, I feel like I would just have somebody that did my social media and I would not be on social media because that, that shit has to be, um, it, one, it has to be a shock to the system, but two, like it just, I don't know that I don't know how I would feel if that, if that was me, like to look at it. And of course some people say, Oh, I don't let it affect me. I don't see how you, I don't see how it doesn't over time just affect you in some kind of way. I don't know. But if I was famous, I would just have somebody do it for me and I wouldn't be on social media, which I'm sure a lot of them probably aren't, but a lot of them are because some of them reply. So I don't know, but that's, that's my, that's my social media rant. Y'all be careful with that shit, you know, be mindful of what you're doing, but don't get so wrapped up in, um, social media. Like you ever sit and go out to eat or something like that and, um, look around and you see tables full of people just with their heads and their phones. It's crazy. Like I, I'm like, I, I definitely don't do that. And I mean, I feel like you should be present in what you got going on and we should all be responsible and more respectful of each other on social media. It's kind of crazy, but like, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like we all experience a level of PTSD because social media can be kind of crazy. So that's my rant on that. So my thought of the week this week, I've been excited to talk about this. Transparency and gaslighting. 
is what I'm talking about today. So y'all know I've been watching Love is Blind, right? And the show is crazy. So I, I am not a big binge person. I'm trying to, I'm trying to finish it. I'm almost at the end. I think I'm, I only have two episodes left. One episode. I think, I think I need to watch the weddings. That's where I'm at. Um, so I've been talking to y'all about this guy named Carlton on there, right? So I got to the episode where I'm past it now, but last week when I talked about it, I didn't get to the full shebang with them. Or maybe I did. I don't know. I, I don't think I did. I didn't get to the, I didn't get to the, the, the next part. Right. And, um, and that's what made me think about this in general. Um, so first I want to talk about, uh, transparency. I was this week, I was listening to a podcast and actually a lot of people have been talking about this show because it's, um, I think it's been like number one trending on Netflix or something. And, um, so they were talking about just transparency and here's my, here's my thing on that on transparency in relationships. Right. I feel like now if you, if you just meet somebody and this is like your first date, now, do you have to sit and tell this person every intimate detail about yourself? No, I don't think so. I think that's unrealistic and you might not want to, cause you don't know this person yet. You know, you have to get to a level of where like over time, as you talk, you kind of, you know, tell people how you feel or, or what you got going on or what you might believe in and all that. Like I, I had a relationship episode. I've had two so far. Um, but I think the one I did last year was for me, like, I believe in transparency, full transparency, you know, um, when I get into relationships, um, like where I feel like this is going to be a relationship, like a full relationship. Um, I'm transparent about, uh, my sexual history. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily telling you how many people or something like that, but yeah, like I get tested, you know, um, both people. So we both know from the beginning, like where we are. Um, I'm, that's important to me before I begin a sexual relationship. Um, so I'm transparent about my beliefs. I'm transparent about, um, my religion, you know, what's important to me because I, I don't see myself being in a relationship with somebody or even trying to start a journey without being honest, because how can you start a journey with somebody and not be honest, right? So with Love is Blind, even though this is a social experiment, um, it was interesting to say the least uh, with the way they went about it. Well, with Carlton, you know, he was talking to a young lady named Diamond. And basically the whole time that he was in, like they have these pods where they're separated and they can't see each other, but they just talk to each other. So the whole time that they're talking to get to know each other, well, he didn't tell her that um, he's, he's, uh, he's fluid. So he has relations with, um, men and women, like, you know, whatever he feels or whatever. And so my thing is, um, so he waits until they get engaged. Now they see each other and then they're, and then they're on, like they go on vacation to Mexico, go to Mexico. And then he tells her, well, I like, I like, you know, I, that he's been with men and it wasn't the thing that got me where, we're about to get into gaslighting because I felt like this was through and through of example of it through and through. So he tells her, he doesn't even give her a chance to really even say anything. 
he, I mean, he's crying and he's like, I mean, you would have thought that the girl was like going off on him and like, oh my God, like she wasn't even doing anything. And he was like completely having a meltdown, throwing his fucking drink. I mean, it was crazy to the point that she didn't, I don't think she had even time to fucking process because she's rubbing his back, you know, like he's done turned away from her. He's, you know, doing all this shit. Right. So I'm watching, I'm like, wow, like this is crazy. So then, so that's where the episode ends. So, so that's, so I think this is what I talked about last week. Okay. Y'all the next episode, this is where this was full blown gaslighting, a exam, a example of it. And it's a mild example. Um, but it's an example. Okay. So she, cause she, she's like, she want to talk to him. So they go out to the pool to talk. And so she's just telling him that, you know, I sat and I, you know, I, I gave myself time to process this. I thought about this, you know, and basically I feel like, you know, you kind of blindsided me with this and you kind of could have been honest with me from the beginning. And I'm just trying to just kind of get an understanding. Mind you, I really strongly think this girl was still going to rock with him. I think she still was going to get to know him and, and, and cool with him. Next thing you know, he starts flipping out, right? She hasn't said anything negative to him. She hasn't disrespected him at all. He calls her a bitch. He cusses her out, tell, throws the ring in the pool, basically tell her, fuck her, then starts hurling insults at her. Never one time addressed the fact that you never told this woman that you had sexual relationships with men. And I think that's something that you should probably tell somebody so they can know whether or not and make a real decision on whether or not they want to be with you. And that's, and that's fair. And that's all she was saying to him. Not one time did he acknowledge her feelings. Not one time did he say anything. And then he just completely flipped it on her and started cussing her out. And, and I'm sure, I mean, you could just tell she, the girl was just in, in fucking shock and that's gaslighting. I'm going to give a definition of it, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I feel like all of us probably have somewhat experienced it before. Um, well, maybe not, but maybe. So gaslight is when you manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. And so what I just explained to you is literally what took place, whether or not he, he realized that or not. And you usually see it, um, you usually see it, uh, in relationships, but you usually see it sometimes in, well, not sometimes you see it a lot in abusive relationships. Um, I know this one time and, and I, I, I had this happen to me, you know, I was in a relationship like this and it was when I was young. So, you know, for me, I feel like when you're kind of like 18, 19, 20, you know, I don't really know those just relationships really fucking count at this point because we both were kids and, totally immature when it comes to any kind of level of understanding feelings, emotions, any of that. But my boyfriend at the time. So we go to college. He cheats on me probably, I don't even know how many times, but a lot. Um, some I found out about, some I didn't, some I found out about later. And, um, you know, don't know how he is as a man today. You know, I don't talk to him, but this is the person that I have when I, when I dated him. And, um, and so I remember one time when, uh, th- this go around, he had, um, made a baby on me after he cheated on me and 
not one time did he, um, he definitely didn't apologize. He definitely, well, he gave me an explanation in regards to it, but, um, out of respect, if somebody's listening, they might know I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the reason that he gave just because a child was made from it. So I'm not going to actually get, say the reason why. Um, but, um, well, what he's with the rationale that he gave me, cause it was crazy, but I'm not going to say. And, um, but the thing is, is that he's having a meltdown. He's throwing shit. He's breaking shit, all this shit. And he's just like how he didn't have a daddy growing up and all this stuff and all like, I mean, it was crazy. Right. So by the end of it, I'm still dating him. Okay. After, after he's telling me all this shit and I'm literally rubbing his back. Right. And I mean, it's crazy now when I sit and think like, we dated for five years and I'm saying like, I don't know how the fuck, like what, what the fuck and how the fuck, but yeah. And I stayed, you know, through all, through all, through all the bullshit. And I mean, even down to the end, like he's still cheating. So it's just, you know, you can't make sense of it, but it, it, it happens. And it was just like when, um, um, when, uh, the surviving R. Kelly was on, right. And everybody was like, these women, these women were stupid. No, like when you're in an abusive situation, sometimes like that person can make you feel, um, sorry for them in a sense. And so you kind of like stay and, and that's, and that's kind of like what, um, like kind of like gaslighting is and that shit, the shit really, it really, um, it really happens a lot. So I found this thing, um, and it was just basically saying like, what does gaslighting sound like, you know, in a relationship? So when you, when you have someone and they're like, you're overreacting, you need help. I didn't do that. You're upset over nothing. You must be confused again. You're so dramatic. Why are you so defensive? You twist things. Stop imagining things. I was joking. You're, you're too sensitive. I never said that. So have you ever, have you ever found yourself arguing with somebody and like, you know, for a fact that they're wrong, like you, you positively know that they're wrong. Um, but yet somehow they have a way of twisting the whole entire argument and everything back on you to where now you are, you are in the defense of them, even though you were talking to them about what they're doing to you. Those are, those are signs that, you know, that this might be a gaslighting situation. So let me also give you some gaslighting red flags. You apologize without knowing what you did wrong. Uh, let's see. They give you affection, then abruptly yank it away. When you try to explain how you feel, they're dismissive. States you're overreacting or too sensitive. They insist it didn't happen that way. Most interactions leave you feeling small or ashamed. They assign motives to your actions that are opposite of your intentions. You find yourself questioning your beliefs and opinions. If your point of view doesn't match theirs, it's wrong. You edit every word before you speak it, changing any thought that can possibly be misconstrued. Um, I think uh, for me, I feel like the most places you see gaslighting is in abusive relationships. Because if somebody is making you feel crazy, and changing your your perception or your or or changing the perception of reality, your reality, 
Um, that's not something, that's not a person that you, you need to be with. I also, I, I should have an episode again on, um, toxic relationships. It's a level of, to- of toxicity too. Um, no relationship should make you feel, um, any less about yourself. I tell people that all the time. And it's crazy because sometimes when you love somebody or you think you love somebody, um, it has a way of making you just weak in, in general. Last night <laughs> I was out, I was out with friends and we were, we were out for a drink and I was just saying that I think that, um, love is beautiful to me, right? Relationships is, is a, is a great thing. I think it's always great when you find your person or, you know, you find somebody that you want to spend your life with, but it's work. And I think sometimes people don't realize the level of work that you have to put into a relationship or a marriage. Um, and so they rush, they rush into these things or they rush into situations with people without fully thinking them through. Like for me, I've had relationships where, um, you know, I've had a level of manipulation where I feel sorry for the person, even though the person is completely doing me completely fucking dirty. Um, I didn't know the name, what the word of, you know, what it was called. I didn't realize it was gaslighting until like, I was like, Oh, you know, that is what that is. Um, but I think that, uh, you have to really think about your situations. If you see signs of, of gaslighting in your, in your situation, or this person is doing that, get out of it, get out of the situation because more than likely I, it's a level of abuse and it's different level to me, it's different levels to abuse, but I think it's, I think it's, a, it's, it's abuse. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to say that they're, uh, yeah, I think it's abuse. I do. Um, because a lot of times people associate abuse with just physical, but you can be mentally and emotionally abusive too. And I think it's a form of that. So how do you face gaslighting or, or stop if you feel like you're in a situation where that's happening inside of your relationship? So I looked up some stuff, um, just some, some pointers in regards to it. So it says to educate yourself on gaslighting, it's hard not to take, it's hard not to take the insults personally, get some outside advice, reconnect with your intuition, don't confront them directly, write it down, consciously affirm yourself, prepare for a struggle and leave if you have to. And you know, honestly, for me, like sometimes like I, um, in the past, like when I've been in therapy, especially when I first started therapy and I was really trying to like gain some understanding in, in my relationship, like, or, and not like my, not my, um, um, not my personal relationship, but like uh, just relationships in my life. Um, I had to question my reality on some stuff. Like, am I crazy? Am I wrong for thinking this? Is this right? You know, is this normal? And so, um, it's nothing wrong with doing that. And, uh, but if you feel like you're in a situation like that or somebody is, I, I, I just feel like in general, if you're, if you're dating somebody and somebody make you feel lesser than, lesser than, you know, it's a situation that you shouldn't be in, period. No, nobody should make you feel, um, unworthy or lesser or in general feel bad about yourself. I've been in relationships where I felt bad about myself and, um, and it's probably because, you know, I probably already had low self-esteem, you know, but then when you get to a point where, 
Um, but I built myself up. Like now, I would never let somebody make me feel bad about myself. I would never let, I would, I, it's no way possible that I could ever, you know, um, have any level of abuse because that's just how fucking solid I am. And, but it took years for me to be solid. And I mean, and, you know, I go to therapy and I read and I just, you know, affirm myself and build myself up. And even when I have self doubt or, uh, anything, you know, I, I just know how to kind of like, you know, I've pretty much made myself strong, but a lot of times, you know, we're not always in a place where you have support or you, or you have that strength. But if you see yourself in a gaslighting situation, in my opinion, I feel like definitely just get out of it. I don't, I wouldn't even try to fucking figure it out with the person. Like, because that person more than likely has fucking issues that they need to work out themselves. And I tell people all the time, cause I've had people tell me about situations in their life we are not fucking therapists. I sit and talk about, you know, all this shit every week. And I can probably tell you a lot of shit about yourself and give you some really great advice. But at the end of the fucking day, like, you know, I can't sit and fucking completely fix my partner or whatever. They have to go and fucking see a professional and get professional help for things that they need to work on for themselves. I can be a good support system to you. I can give you a little bit of advice. But if that person's not even trying to get any help or anything like that, you can't fucking help them either. So get out. And that's just my opinion on gaslighting. Um, I thought about this a lot when I watched Love is Blind. And the thing is, though, apparently the guy, um, Carlton, has apologized and he realizes. I still don't know if it's going to be a reunion because I really want to see some feedback. But this is what I heard on another podcast that, like, apparently he's a really nice guy. And, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I, all I know is what we saw on TV, but, um, yeah, but he definitely was gaslighting though. And he definitely, you know, I hope whatever he's dealing with in regards to his sexuality or whatever hurt he has where people have treated him some kind of way in his life in regards to his sexuality to where he was that aggressive with that woman. Like, I just hope he gets some help or figure it out. Like if you want to be fluid, be fluid, doesn't matter. But I think that you should fucking be transparent and tell the person that, you date both. And if they, if they, in this is what I've learned about transparency and honesty. Most times people, people can actually accept a lot of shit. If you just fucking tell them the shit, tell them. And most times people won't accept the shit. If you fucking lie about it or now you done dropped a bomb on them. It's, It's a way, it's a way to go about telling people things or delivering things to people. Right. Um, so my, my thing is I'm completely honest, right? And I take pride on the fact that I can just be honest and just say it and, um, you know, and give somebody the, the choice, you know, um, to accept you and the choice to whether or not they want to be with you or not. So that's, if I was to give some advice today, that's my biggest advice. I just think that if you just be completely honest with people and transparent, um, usually even if it's something, you know, anything, I think people is easier to swallow if they know from the beginning, cause you gave them opportunity to make a choice. It's when you take that choice away from people and kind of like put them in a situation like where it's like, Oh, or we're engaged. Oh, you, you date men, you know, like it's kind of like, you don't, you don't do shit like that to people. Cause then it will be some kind of reaction. So let's continue this conversation, y'all. Um, 
definitely hit me up on my social medias. Uh, if you um, want to get feedback or, or share some stories with me, if you have any, any gaslighting stories with me, um, you can find me on Twitter is at IJMT podcast. Uh, you find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. And, um, and you can email me. My email is ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. So once again, like always, I thank you so much for listening today. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.